Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudi. Today is June 8th. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Rudi and Newman PC has been conducting a conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know and put your camera on. We need to see you uh, uh, and we need to let, we need to know that you are a newcomer. Naveen? Uh, yes. Yes, Naveen. Hey, awesome. uh, hey Rahul. Yeah, hey Rahul. Thanks for taking the call. So, uh, <clears throat> my recently my so my voice is little bad because I'm not feeling That's well. Okay, but, good. Uh, <clears throat> so my employer has recently re- realized that he has running my pay stubs on a uh, wrong employer name, one of his wrong subsidiary. So he fixed that issue by uh, filing a H-1B consular application, and uh, then I crossed the border and came to activate that uh, I-797B. So now the paste, two pay stubs got created with the new employer as of now. Uh, my question is like, uh, uh, I got an offer with another employer B and uh, when we when, so, when they do the head, yeah. So you went outside the country, you came back and they gave an I-94 right now. Uh, that is correct. And you showed them the new 797 when you came back into the United States. That is correct, Rahul. Okay, keep going. Okay, so now I got an offer from another uh, uh, employer and uh, I accepted the offer. So when he filed for H-1B transfer, uh, the new pay steps have the YTD taxes very low because uh, it got recently started with the correct employer. So mm-hmm. my concern is my concern is that having YTT taxes too low, <clears throat> does it cause any RFE or rejection of H-1B transfer? No, you, you can explain if there is an RFE, you can at that point of time explain that okay. this is a new company that you got it. You just got the H-1B with the new company. You can explain that. And then I, I, I they, they did the correct correction though. So, um, mm-hmm. so if you, if ever you get to the question, though, you can explain at that time. I don't see any problem with that. Okay. So as of now, just proceed with that. And if RFE comes in, then we can explain is what you're saying. That is right. Okay. My second question, Rahul. So when my new employer <clears throat> is planning to file H1B, H4, uh, H4AD all together, uh, but mm-hmm. my, wife ha- my wife has a travel plan that she might travel in a few months. So When is her I-94 expiring right now? Her I-94 is expiring in 2024. When is her EAD expiring? Uh, EAD? 2022, September 18th this year. Okay. You f- she filed for the EAD extension? 
Uh, I mean, that is what we are planning with the new employer to file all three together. Okay, that's fine. And she so, travels outside the country that won't cause any problem. She's fine. Okay, so her, her, <clears throat> because she's planning to go to stamping and come, uh, does that mm -hmm. cause any H4EAD uh, revocation or uh, something no, like that? No, it will not. But she's by the time when she goes for the H4 stamping, you will have the H1B approval with the new companies, right? That is correct. That is correct. So you're we, absolutely we not, no problem. She will not. She will not have any problem in the EAD extension. So we do not need to revert back any application. So just come back and no. uh, continue. Okay, that okay. is right, sir. And she has that five hundred and thirty day rule. Next person, awesome. please. Awesome. Thank Sarvan you, Sarvanan. <clears throat> Hi. Uh, thanks, Raghav, for uh, your service to the community. Um, yeah, actually, my question is about uh, I-94 update. Uh, let mm -hmm. me explain my situation. Uh, I have a valid visa till this November 2022 with the previous mm -hmm. employer. And mm -hmm. last year, uh, I have uh, transferred my H-1B to the new employer. And my current mm -hmm. uh, I-797 uh, approval is uh, till August 2024. And also, mm -hmm. I got attached I-94 with that approval. Got it. Uh, Got it. Last month, yeah, last month I went to India and came back. Uh, at mm -hmm. the time of port of entry, um, I, uh, due to lack of awareness, I missed to show this new I-797 copy mm -hmm. approval. Mm -hmm. So my, my, uh, the new I-94 got generated with, uh, uh, based old on- company, uh, Old company, old company, yes. just do one yes. thing. Do one thing. Just yes. go to Mexico and come back like the other gentleman did it. Just go to Mexico okay. and come back. You'll be fine. Okay. And uh, also, I just have only four to five months of valid visa. Is that That's good enough. time? Okay. That's enough That's for enough you to go to, to Mexico and come back. Yeah. Okay. Actually, we no need to cross the border. We just go and uh, uh, meet the port of entry officer and uh, get it done. Right? Don't. Don't do that. Okay. They'll put you in jail. Oh, okay. So fly to Mexico, have a margarita, okay. come back. Okay. Okay. Don't go to the border. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Aditi? Uh, yes. Hi. Uh, thank you. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, my husband, uh, this is regarding my husband. So my husband has been working for, uh, worked for employer A and uh, mm -hmm. he had downgraded from EB2 to EB3 back in October, 2020. When the, when the What's, his was, uh, uh, What's his prior to date? October 2011. Okay. And uh, company A had filed both EB2 and EB3 I-140. So both I-140s are approved. But the EAD mm -hmm. that we have received is based on the EB3 category. Now he had moved jobs in February 2022 um, and mm -hmm. went to employer B on an H-1B visa. So the H-1B is valid till 2023, the new H-1B. Uh, he, he is going to return from India next week. And since we don't get an appointment, we, uh, he's likely to come back on EAD-AP that he has received mm -hmm. from EAD application. The mm -hmm. question is, uh, my husband is planning to join his employer A again, the previous employer that has both EB2 and EB3 uh, uh, application valid. Can he transfer at this point in time with employer A on an H1B visa when he has used his EAD to enter he can. US? He can. 
Okay. Okay. And uh, uh, and can he uh, interfile in EB two um, at that point in time because he has used the EB three EAD? Can he interfile EB four then? He can. He can. He absolutely can, ma'am. Okay. Okay, so uh, there is no correlation of using an EB3 uh, related EAD once, and it's not like that once you use it, you can you never said, go back. You said, you, said, you said he only used advanced parole, not EAD. Uh, but the H1B stamp has not been, uh, will not be done, right? So he will essentially will not, enter, I think, that was, So he only used advanced parole, not EAD. Okay, because his H1B is still valid till 2023. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, thank you. Thanks. Next person. Parikshit Vyas. Hello, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. And I really uh, am inspired by the consistency by which you help the community. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, my company did my green card in EB3 in 2013, uh, mm -hmm. or 2015, sorry. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I left the company. I rejoined back uh, this year. Uh, they have filed my prevailing wages, but they have not yet confirmed whether they will be doing my green card under EB2 category. Um, no, they will have to confirm. They will know. The lawyer will know. When we file the prevailing wage, we know whether we are filing an EB3 or EB2. Oh, is it? Yeah, because when we file the prevailing wage, though, we have to tell the USCIS right. whether it's required master's degree or bachelor's degree, how many years experience is required. Okay, okay. So that means that they have done it. So they can do again in EB3 if they're... They can, if they want to. I, mean, I, I don't see a reason why they have to do it all in EB3 if, if they already have the I-140 approval. Right. Okay. So it is not that at I-140 stage, they need to confirm Wait, the first, EB2. First of, no, uh -huh. it's a labor certification stage only. We will confirm whether it's an EB2 or EB3, not at I-140. I-140, we can pick and choose. Yeah. Okay. At prevailing wage, we will have to choose whether we are going this path or that path. Okay. So, okay. okay. so the other uh, thing question you asked is, I don't see a reason for them even filing a labor certification at all if they yeah. already have the EB3 approval. But you never know. I mean, some of the lawyers, they're just only there to make the money. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Check with them. Is it EB3 or EB2? Check with them. And if they have filed it under EB3, they can again refile under EB2 also. If, but if you have to do the prevailing wage. Yeah, you have, you have okay. to do the prevailing wage again. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. Appreciate Next it. person, please. Antosh. Hey Rahul, uh, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, actually, I uh, my priority date is 2012 February. Uh, mm -hmm. I filed it and uh, in 2022 January 27th I filed again in EB2. I refiled it, and mm -hmm. uh, all EB3 and uh, EB2 applications both are transferred to NBC and they are with NBC right now, and but it's yeah. already later. Sorry? Good for you, I said. Yeah, uh, but it's already four months, but I'm not seeing any update from them. 
so my question is uh, right now, like in last one month, I'm seeing like a lot of approvals for interfiling applications and uh, straight filers, but not for the refilers. So can I? Oh, no, 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 no. We're, we're getting, we're getting approvals for the refilers too. Okay. So my question is like, uh, after refiling also, can we do interfile? Legally, yes. Okay. But if I do interfile, does it affect my EB3 application? You are filing EB3 application to be affected. Okay. So it's not valid anymore. Once I do interfile, right? That's right. Then you have to re re refile. If you want to consider yourself an EB3, you have to re re interfile. Or re interfile. Okay. Got it. Okay. And uh, one more, another question is, I would sorry. recommend, I would recommend not to interfile right now for you. Okay, sure. Thank you. Uh, one more question is like why USCIS is not following the processing dates or, uh, sorry, priority dates or filing dates. Uh, why they are not following these two dates? Because they are not from earth. They're from Mars. Next person, <laughs> please. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Shubhashini. Yeah. Hi, uh, hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for picking my call. Uh, so I have two questions. So one is um, uh, for filing GC, do we need W-2 form? If so, how many months do we need? In what is it? What's the reason why you're asking this question? Uh, okay. Because uh, in 2011 to 2012, I was working on an employer one in Puerto Rico and I got moved to New Jersey. And uh, in 2015 to uh, 16, I'm with the state, uh, I was with the same employer. Uh, so, but what happened was. Wait, ma'am. So you're speaking about right now, a particular company by name X is filing a green card application. So you are, look, you are speaking about W 2 forms of 2011 and 2010. Yes, because I was working with the same company uh, during that time frame. And are you continuously working for the same company from that time? To yes, this time? for pa past 13 years, I'm with the same company. No, you still don't need W-2 forms for 2011 and 2012. We need W-2 forms only this particular year. Uh, only for the current year, uh, which will be 2001 yeah. to 2021 to 20. Yeah, 21, not even, yeah, 21. And why are you, if from 2011 to right now, let me... I'm, I'm, let me correct myself. Maybe I'm wrong. When did, did they file a green card for you before? Uh, no, my date got current. Um, I uh, actually, my uh, the X company that you're working from 2011 to right now, did no, they ever and, uh, file an I-140? Yes, they did an I-140 in employer A. Okay, you told me that you have been working for the same company from 2010 to, to right now, is that right? Uh, 2010 to 2020, 21 August, I was with employer A. And right now you're with employer B. That's correct. Who is filing your green card right now? Um, uh, uh, right now I'm planning to go back to employer A. And when did they actually file the green card application for you? Uh, it was filed during 2014, um, uh, June, July. Okay. We would only require W2s from, from 2014 to right now, because from the day the priority date has been established to the current, we need the W2s. We don't need it before. 
okay okay so let me come up with my scenario okay so what happened was like i was with employer a um this is a one minute two minute thing we don't have we can add we only okay. require w2 forms from the time the labor certification has been filed yes for the given company and you're telling that this company has filed labor certification in 2014 okay and you probably got an i140 approval they have probably withdrawn you moved to company b and yes. now you're moving to company company a we only yes. need w2 forms from 2014 we don't need it from 2013 okay. 2012 okay. Okay, Next so question. let me come up with this, right? So from 2015 to 2016, what happened was um, 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 my incentive was being uh, put in Puerto Rico account. So because of which uh, there was a W-2 form generated for Puerto Rico account. Okay, uh, since I was not able to file uh, the tax for, uh, I mean, I was not able to uh, file for W-2 form for Puerto Rico during 2015 and 16. I haven't done it yet, uh, so I'm not sure. Like, uh, you may you, you may want to have a consultation with me or somebody else because I'm getting confused. Puerto Rico is part of the United States. It's not Costa Rica. Is it Costa Rica or Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, Puerto Rico. Puerto it's Rico a part is part of the United, United States. States. Uni Commonwealth of Uni yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You you may you may have want to have a consultation, and you may want to give all the details because there are a lot of other people. Okay, I can't get all the subjects at one time. Next person, please. Sorry about that. Yeah, thank you. Inder? Yes. Hey, Rahul. Um, so, thanks for taking calls. So, my in my situation, my priority date is, under EB2 is uh, January 2013. I filed a downgrade last year uh, and you know, got biometric and everything else done. I did enter file in uh, in April. Now my my uh, my 485 has been bouncing around. I mean, from Nebraska to Texas to now, it was uh, I received a mail early May, first week of May, that it's an NBC. Then I got another okay. one after after a week that it is in Texas now. But when I checked with UCIS, they said it's actually an NBC. It's not with Texas. So I don't know where exactly it is, given. You know the last notice I got on on May twelfth was that it's in uh, it's in Texas. Now before you answer, I don't know if there is it matters or not. I have two I one forty and four eighty five in the system. So the one I just explained, I'm the primary and my wife is dependent. I do have a second one where I am a derivative. It's under EB one C where I one forty is pending. Uh, and you know again there's no action of forty five since I one forty. EB1 is pending mm -hmm. and I'm that it's all the same. I got it. I got it. Mm -hmm. So is that what exactly is the first of my first question is that which status what UCS is telling me now is that where the application actually is or exactly I cannot uh, tell it exactly where it is. The only way to find out is probably file a freedom of information online. It takes about three to six weeks to find out to see where your application is. Okay, and having two applications, does that cause any problems? Uh, no, no it, yeah. it does not. You're perfectly fine. Okay, all right, that's all I have. Thank you. Vinita? I will have some time guys, today to answer your questions after this conference call, after, after five o'clock, so you can leave messages to everybody, not to Rahul who are looking at me, okay? because I operate two different Rahuls, so 
if you leave message to everybody i'll send you a test test message to you guys so if you leave a message i'll try to answer go ahead vinit i'm sorry to interrupt you no worries no worries rahul thank you very much for taking my call uh i uh, am a derivative uh, to an applicant my husband uh, we applied uh, in october 2020 uh, as a downgrade and then we mm -hmm. uh, did a new eb2 and we interfiled uh, in march 2022 wait wait did sure. you interfiled or refiled or you did interfile interfile okay so you did not refile you interfiled in march yes. okay got it in march 2022 my husband who is primary received his uh, green card uh, on may uh, 17th mm -hmm. however uh, my file uh, was actually transferred to nbc before his file but i have not received my green card what visa status you are in uh, i was on h4 okay okay what there is nothing you can do about it you can request them to see where your file is to adjudicate your application they will standardly respond that the processing time has not been over that's what they will respond but you can inquire to you can request them to adjudicate there is nothing we can force we cannot force so them. how can i submit that request rahul when did you you filed in october of 2020 moved to nbc you need to check the processing times of where your district is It's Dallas, and it shows that the la the the latest I can inquire is like somewhere in twenty twenty three. Not twenty twenty three. Tell me something. Tell me something else. Not twenty twenty three. So you mean to say you will be able to inquire in twenty twenty three? Yes. 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 Okay. There is nothing I can do. You have to wait. I mean, it okay. doesn't mean that they'll take twenty twenty three, but there is not much you can do right now. Next person, please. So if and I this is, one, one this more is thing not Rahul. this is becoming I would say about five to ten percent of the cases we see like this. Right. Anita, so if ahead. I raise the service request, will this like uh, delay the process of my? They won't allow you to raise a service request if it's not beyond the process time. Okay, and there was something on internet that says that if derivatives case is pending for thirty more days compared to the primary. you could submit a 7001 form like ombudsman's request or something like that you can try if you want to you can try but they will still but that's not going to delay my case correct no no that won't delay your case so chat i don't know if they, will allow, if they will no don't chat with emma you can do the ombudsman if you want to got you all right thank you very okay. much rahul appreciate your help next person please rishi hello rahul yes uh, thank you my company uh, had originally filed uh, an eb2 for me back in 2012 and then it split into two companies and i stayed with one was of the company that, was the i140 approved it was approved yes it was approved okay. and then the okay. company split uh, and then one of the companies i stayed with they filed uh, another amendment based on that that was also approved then subsequently in 2019 i moved to the third company the other company so the one of the splits i was in in the in one of them earlier and then i moved to the other one and they have subsequently filed again as an successor in interest in 2020 uh, or december 2020 now uh, my eb3 i140 as an eb3 downgrade that still remains pending since then uh, i've received my ead and uh, you know done biometrics and so on and so forth you did my not do the is, premium processing for the eb3 yet so they 
the the lawyers came back and said they don't want to do a premium processing because they did not file because they filed it as an amendment and they didn't uh, restart the process and i've subsequently you know uh, changed the job description and so on so that's why they said don't file premium processing so oh, i've on. been waiting since <laughs> i've been waiting since then now my question is uh, and and the dates are obviously current uh, my question is if i change a job right now will my priority date stay secure and uh, can my new company no. then pick it up from that no no your i140 is still not approved right the original one but i still have one from you know another no, company the, that is approved no the un, the application of the 485 that you filed is is it on the amendment of with company a that got yes. split into company b you have company b's i140 approval you have company a's eb2 i140 approval but the 485 you filed is actually in company a's i140 approval correct but for and for i140 yes. that's but that's not approved so you are not secured right now you should leave the company right now i should not leave the company okay mm-hmm. okay 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 thank you very much next thank person. you next I appreciate person. it shri sudha hi hi rahul mm-hmm. uh can you hear me yeah thank you yes, thank yes. you for taking this call uh, i have one uh, question uh, my priority date is on uh, july 2011 and mm-hmm. uh, i filed uh, my eb3 downgrade uh, in november 2020 and received combo which, cards for all which month you said november June? 2020 july november july 2011 yeah okay july 2011 okay. is my priority date yeah got it got it and then got november 2020 i i downgraded my eb3 application and filed my 485 and i received uh, my combo cards and all uh, related to eb3 but mm-hmm. only thing is my eb3 i140 is still pending uh-huh. and uh, i i applied uh, for premium processing multiple times and uh, they have denied uh, premium processing request mentioning that they did need you apply in the past one, did you apply in the past one month i have not applied premium processing but i have submitted a query my lawyer has submitted a query saying that it is outside processing right now they are accepting everything do the premium processing right now Oh okay got it they they and are they are taking our money in every case now now the, the problem the problem here is rahul uh, i i have a i think i have all the problems all kinds of problems so my husband uh, traveled to india on ap in uh, last uh, last year la- last november and came back on eb3 uh, advance parole okay and i have an age out kid so kind of uh, my lawyer suggested filing uh, uh, interfiling might be a risky since i have an aging kid so since i have an first of all f- mm-hmm. first of all why are you interfiling did your age how old is your age out kid right now my son will be aging out this january 2023 so he has not aged out yet not out but he is going to soon be aged out if i don't get Uh, you know my eb3 i140 approved why can't you just file a premium processing right now they are accepting it yeah i i, I will do actually what happened was uh, i refiled uh, eb2 application again with uh, approved eb uh, approved uh, uh, eb2, EB2. Uh, so eb2. he's so the, you mean to say he's your son is locked in eb2 anyway okay 
he's logged in eb2 right now uh, i i applied for refiling uh, in in the month of april and within a I week uh, so my what, fingerprints and everything is updated okay so what okay so what's your question now so my question is i have to go to india my grandmother is not feeling well and i wanted to go to india uh, on advance eb3 advance payroll but since it is my eb3 favor ma'am uh-huh. do one favor ma'am uh, first you need to pick your grandmother is it yes my grandmother is sick you, you need to understand my son will be there and his child will be there i need to die for this society to progress this old guy need to die okay that's how mm-hmm. the nature has built if all our grandfather grandmothers great grandmothers and all those people are still living we don't have place to have our children <laughs> I, I, okay i, I just so, want so I, I i i'm not I'm, but you need to understand the nature and you need to pick you want your grandmother or you want to have the child don't risk your child that's my advice okay mm-hmm. i i have my grandmother you know she passed away that's okay you know i'll be grandfather hopefully so before i pass away and that's they are supposed to pass away i'm sorry to say that but that's how the nature has built up go with your son and first thing you do is call your lawyer do the premium processing of eb3 okay okay and with regards so, to this advance parole of eb3 and eb2 interaction it's a little bit sensitive mm-hmm. i don't want you to use the eb3 advance parole that you get it from uh, eb3 advance parole i don't want you to use it for the other people okay. though whose children are not in the age though i may be okay for them to use it because if there is anything we can refile application but that's not going to be true when your son is going to be 21 in january of 2023 the first thing is do the premium processing of eb3 and don't go to india next person please if you choose the grandmother i'm the wrong person for you next person please okay thank you clear uh hi uh hey rahul thank for taking my call uh so my question so my priority date is april 2012 uh, my question is related to successor and in interest so my company was acquired last year and my aos is associated with eb3 i140 uh, i had eb2 i140 approved with before... the pre- with the previous company with the previous company correct, yes correct. uh so uh, uh i i uh, i also had medical rfp for some reason i got a medical rfp uh, i submitted that uh, okay so what's your question i got the point what's your question what's your supplement question supplement so i have two options as i understand now uh one is filing a eb2 sii application uh, along with uh, 480 uh, along with uh, interfiling which is sort of an integrated so, one uh, or so, so give me in you just want to move to eb2 that's all is right correct should i do eb2 that- i140 separately followed by interfiling or should i do both at a time uh, you no. know in- not at a time file i140 get the approval and then do the interfiling okay uh, because the immigration lawyers are saying we may get an rfe because eb2 i140 sii tends to have a lot of rfe ah. uh, i'm sorry eb what eb3 what when we when we create so they are saying that this is not a net new eb2 it is considered an eb2 with successor and interest uh, eb2 sort of is what they are saying. i know I, i know what you're speaking about uh but i would still not do it together though separate right okay 
uh, I'll do it for now. I'll do it. And I want you to watch this video, why I will do it separately though, because if you club any of them together, okay? Mm. If mm. you club any of them together, they get so confused. <laughs> and watch this video, that's how the GOCS gets confused. If anybody's free, watch this video, guys. You just have to give them exactly the way they ask. You give them anything different, anything different, they won't understand, they get confused. So that's the reason I'm going to file an I-140, get an approval, and then do the interfiling. I know what you're telling. I know what you're telling is that once I-140 is approved in the amendment, the EB-3 is not valid. I know that. Um, even though that is the reason I will still do, uh, I will still do the way that I told you is get an I-140 approval and then, and then file interfile. I'm going to go okay. to the questions uh, that I'm getting posted here. Uh, EB2 to EB3, October 2000, interfile in February, got 485 in April. Uh, still, is it good to go ahead and refile now? EB3, EB2 to EB3. I mean, I don't know the priority date, uh, iPhone, for you to tell. It's up to you if you want to refile or interfile. Uh, if you are a non-immigrant status, you can refile if you want to. So I actually don't know your priority date. That is causing a lot of confusion for me. So watch this if you want to choose between refile or interfile. Matani did ask W2 IT returns to file standalone 485. Just pay steps, EB2 I-140 is approved. Is it okay or does standalone 485 ends up? Um, no, that uh, W2 and e IT returns are not required if we started filing from 2021. September or October, I don't remember though, from the, or, or maybe July of 2021. We don't require uh, 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 at, uh, W2s and IT returns. Uh, oh, you, yeah, we don't require those things anymore. WTS and IT, ITs. Uh, I'm on STEM extension, came to USA. Uh, I'm STEM extension, OPT uh, came on USA two days back. Uh, in DC Port Authority, they stamped me a parole with a date until June 3rd, 2023. I'm filing H1B in a couple of days. What is the effect? Ah iPhone, what's the reason, um, iPhone 13 Pro, what's the reason why they give you a parole though? Uh, Gayatri, can you unmute this I, iPhone 13 Pro guy? Because I'm curious why they gave a, why um, they give a, yes. Yeah, hi, hi sir. Uh, so I'm a student, so I just came two, two days back and they just scammed me payroll with the DA. Why? I'm not, I, I don't know why. I just saw it today itself when I'm checking my passport. Um, and it was updated in I-94 too. So I was like uh, totally confused whether that will have I want you to call this local CBP office and try to correct it. Go there and correct it. What is it? Uh, can you say again? Sorry. CBP office. CBP okay. office. Okay, that's uh -huh. a border. CBP office. Try okay. to correct, uh, try to go there and then request them to correct I-94. Sure. Thank you so much. Okay. Don't tell them about any H1 or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You Thank can, you can pause her right now. Thank you. You can put her on mute.
Akhilesh, I have approved H1B stamping until my extension is filed and are pending. My wife has an offer letter from company A. Uh, will the five, 540 days extension work? No, that does not work though. Because her H4 need to be approved for it to work. And uh, this is the rules that I we made a rule for the 180 days. The same rule is applicable for 540 days. And I'm putting that video, I want you to watch this like 10 minute video, Akhilesh. Um, uh, Veera Kari, if you're working for more than four months though, I would recommend you contact an immigration lawyer and a tax CPA. Um, changing the jobs uh, filed uh, in, two, uh, in two seven, uh, got my RFP for medicals. Can I file the med uh, medicals and just move to a new company without filing a 485J. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, Aram, if I were you. I would not file a 485J and confuse them. You just move on after 180 days. My prior date is any idea when the filing date will be current. Wahid, hopefully things are getting much better. The adjudication is getting much faster right now. Uh, we are seeing a lot of green card approvals right now. So hopefully things will turn better for you. Filed amendment on November 2020 and still not received any response even after raising service requests. So, uh, what amendment, Shravani? Is it like a H-1B amendment, I-140 amendment? I have no clue uh, what amendment you're speaking about. Do the premium processing if that's allowed. Uh, Rahul, my wife has traveled from India a couple of days back in a H4 dependent on my old employer's H1B. They're trying to apply for H4 EAD. Can we apply using the old employer 797? Uh, you mean to say, can your wife apply EAD using her H4 I 94, even though it was being given with the previous company? Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you can. H1B change in job. Yeah, if it's pending from uh, that time, if you want it to be approved, Shravani, just do the premium processing. That'll be much better. Uh, okay. Karthik, my prime, primary H1B is valid until 2025. My part-time concurrent H1B with employer P is approved until March 2nd, 2025. Recently, I took primary H1B to DMV driving license. They verified and saved and told me that the status Still March 2025, my concurrent should be giving license still primary. H1B did, which shouldn't they be? Uh, why are you so worried about the 28 days? Anyway, you couldn't get the H1B approval with the primary and then go back afterwards to the DMV office. So you're not going to wait till uh, April 2nd to get the approval, primary approval. So I'm not that much worried about you though. Um, May 2020, uh, 2014, eligible for interfile. Need to add my dependent in the application. Oh, she will be in USA in August 2000. Should I interfile now or wait until she is here? Interfile, don't interfile so hum. You don't want the green card to be approved. You do not want the green card to be approved. 
I do, I don't know if she can expedite her to come into the United States. Is it because of the appointment? That makes sense, though. But otherwise, it doesn't make any sense to have her come in in August of 2022. Don't interfile right now. They will approve the green cards for the people who don't want the green card to be approved. I don't know why that happens. My uh, attorney did not interfile request from EB2 while filing a suc succession in interest in EB2 I-140. Do you think I need to request to file a for it along? No. I would not request along with it. I would re wait until I-140 is approved, then request for the interfiling. Uh, that is for Venkat. Uh, Ravindra Yaram, my H-1B extension applied on March 3rd at Vermont Service Center. Didn't receive a receipt notice. May 3rd, any idea the center is delaying? Yeah, we're noticing some delay, uh, but definitely May 3rd is a little bit bothering for me though. I would check for one more week and, and check with the company, Ravinder, if the check has been cashed, though. Uh, if the check hasn't been cashed, then you're fine. If not, they may have to check into. That's a little bit. I'll wait for one more week and, and, and then take action uh, if the check is not cashed by one more week. What are the chances to get a GC in the physical year or EB1C approved by, by July 31st? I don't know, Shankar, if it's going to be by July 31st or whatever, but that all the applications whose final action dates are current, they are going to approve it by September 30th. That's a pro that's what they're telling. I mean, when they say all, at least for 96, 97% of the time, they will approve it. Hopefully so. I didn't report accident in uh, 485. No fine ticket points, though, will be, it will be a problem in the interview. No, uh, Mr. Kumar, I don't think so. That's going to be any problem. You're fine. My biometric is scheduled for next week, an ASC center in my residence. Last week, I walked into USA, okay, different from appointment schedule, uh, and stated uh, and in state work for it for an EAD cases where I've been a fingerprint. Do I need to cancel the appointment next week? Uh, you don't have to cancel the appointment. You can just ignore it. You'll be fine. You don't have to. And thanks for the information, though. I'll tell other people to do it. Can I travel back to US and visa stamp and passport still valid with old 797 employer? Before the H-1B transfer is applied, I'll receive notice of employer B. I'm a bit confused, Akash, with this question. I'm, I'm really confused with that. My son's H-4 was denied yesterday after six months it was filed. Will he be out of status the whole period? Why was it denied, Lakshmi? You did not tell me why it was being denied. And I don't know when the I-94 is expiring either. I'm going to, because a lot of the questions require interaction, guys. So I'm going to try to answer the questions where I can. Uh, my current job offer with is yet to... Uh, Akash, I'm not getting the question at all. They are telling their, uh, Mr. Srivatsava, they are telling that they are going to approve all the cases filed by April of 2022. So since you refiled in April, they should be adjudicating by September. Uh, we are assuming that this is actually straight cases though, not uh, not uh, the downgrade cases that would have been filed in, a, in April though. Uh, uh, what I mean to say that is that 
if it's been filed in 2020, most probably it will be approved, guys. But if it's been filed in 2022, January, February, March, if they file as a downgrade application or if it's filed along with the I-140, most probably they may not be approved. If it's a standalone application filed in 2022, we are expecting it to be approved. But even if it's a downgrade, even if it's a straight application, if it's been filed in 2020 or 2021, we're expecting them to be approved. I don't know, Lakshmi, what decision you are speaking about when the USA is taking the decision. Lakshmi, you're leaving messages. I just half messages. No, Akash, you cannot travel on the receipt notice. You need to get the H-1B approval. Thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Sorry, we couldn't answer all the questions. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.